I used to do lots of things. Welcome back. Hey, Ben. Uh, that's there. a really cool uh, uh, middle name you got there. What's uh, I'm sure it's not in reference to anything that happened recently. Anything, right? yeah. These never have anything to do with current events. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you people who just listen, um, I always have a, a nickname in my name. No. And in, in quotes, it's usually random. Well, not red. It's usually like has to do with something current in, in current events. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily have to do with what we're going to talk about in the episode. Um, this is so uh if you've been paying attention this week a guy set himself on fire which is sad like that alone if i just told you man sets himself on fire that'd be very sad right well um let's talk about this man so he was an air force something soldier uh he very dramatic it was actually so dramatic that i almost thought it was fake at first like his last words were free palestine mm. which sounds like something out of you know fan fiction yeah um no that was very much real he did die uh again like suicide is a terrible thing uh it's you know you're not the only person who suffers when you kill yourself uh, i yeah. feel terrible for his family right this seems really avoidable like we are the we are a the free speech podcast mm -hmm. it sounds like this kid got i say kid i mean he was in the army or air force definitely sounds like he got caught up in online discourse about bullshit because he uses all the terminology like one of his last posts were like whiteness erases culture oh, um, a lot of stuff about you know imperialism colonial like colonialism settlers mm -hmm. And obviously, he was very invested in the uh, Israel-Palestine fight, uh, the war going on. Um, and he made a... Now, we're going to talk about the discourse after, which is really the what I wanted to talk about at first. Mm. But... And because a lot of times on, on TRM, we we're trying not to get to the political part of it. It's more about, like, the cultural part of it, even the artistic part of it. But here, mm. I just want to say, like he um there is a post out that's fake i want to be clear there's one that is like so inflammatory that it is like and it is fake it's something along the lines of you know palestine will be free when all the jews are dead right it's almost like if you're gonna make a fake post use a little more tact like that's just so right fake. right and, and that has been debunked but the same sites that have debunked it um do uh, you know, have verified that another, which I find to be, you know, just as inflammatory post that I'm going to read quickly just to show. So you don't think I'm just being inconsiderate about this person. Um, you know, he didn't give a shit about civilians being massacred uh, and I'm going to read it. So this is from Ace Bush one. So Reddit post this has been verified to be him again in, in, in publications that are very against Israel in this war, like the intercept who I very much trust so they have clarified that this is true. He goes, hey, so I'm not Palestinian and am no position to endorse or condemn Hamas's actions. Right there, not a good start. Right, like right. you can be as pro-Palestine as it gets and still condemn Hamas's actions, yeah. which were, um, you know, killing children and grandmothers and innocent civilians. Right. Um, so right there, not a good start. That yeah. being said, neither are most Neither are most people. And there are a lot of very confidently ignorant opinions being thrown around. There are no Israeli civilians, in quotes. He puts civilians in quotes. Or tourists who have no part of the oppression of Palestine. That idea doesn't make any sense and betrays a lack of understanding of what the oppression of Palestine even is. Israel is a settler, colonialist, apartheid state. That's in italics. All of its residents or their immediate forebears have moved there specifically to settle on stolen land. Land whose people are being cornered and cleansed just a few miles away or right next door in the case of the West Bank. There are no Israelis without the genocide of the Palestinian people. To bring this into stark relief, there is the example of the music festival, which the liberal states and media have made such a point of clutching their pearls over, in quotes. 
a music festival. How could it get more innocent than a music festival? End quote. That music festival was happening just three miles from Gaza within sight of the border wall. Imagine a similar event happening in the early days of the colonial colonization of North America. Can you or I really say that indigenous people are wrong for retaliating against colonizers who are rubbing their domination in their face? So that's the person who killed himself. So I don't feel bad about him killing himself. Am I wrong, Joe? Am I wrong there? Um, bad? No, I don't think so. I think I, I'm just as heartless as you. So I think uh, no, I'm kidding now. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's like, yeah, of course it's a tragedy and yeah, it sucks that this person got sucked down this, this rabbit hole. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, like, you know, you, if you want to do good in the world, like go volunteer at a soup kitchen, like don't, don't commit suicide in public. Well, it's not just like, he's not, he, he, it's not like he was posting about all, like all of the children that Israel has killed, right. all of the like indiscriminate bombing, the famine, like the like Israel, there are many members of the Israeli government who are, you know, basically saying we want a genocide, um, ethnic cleansing, like all of that. Like, that's not what he was saying. Right, he right. goes out of his way to say there are no innocent civilians that the revelers at the music festival like basically deserve to die. Yeah. He came very close to just saying yeah. it's collateral damage. Right. Like, I don't right. feel bad for people like that. He, he yeah. specifically says Taurus. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you're going to start using that logic and it's like, he says, well, would we retaliate against the, would we blame the Native Americans? It's like, yeah, lots of the natives committed horrible atrocities against civilians, not just against the American government. Yeah. And that's wrong. Like, that's not celebrated that they scalped women. Right. Like, read Empire of the Summer Moon. Like, it doesn't, like, not everything is black and white. And that's why these people are such fucking idiots. Right. That, like, and it's impossible to have rational conversations with both sides like the like the ardent supporters on both sides it's really hard to have any sort of constructive rational conversation right. because they neither want to do like very rarely will they just say like no hamas is evil what they're doing is wrong they actually have a lot of they have blood on their hands for their own people and yet it's still wrong what israel does and you know like you can go down that route but very few do that right so like him celebrate like i looked it up like think like 340 people were killed at this music festival jesus christ and and while like a lot of the violence has been um exaggerated in some ways like beheading babies and things like that like women absolutely were raped like how many i don't yeah. know but when you start counting how many women were raped at something that you're really not on the right side there you're like you're not on right. the right team if you're defending that yeah. um so i don't know i think that i honestly think this is going to get the um I don't know. I don't want to say George Floyd because I do think George Floyd was absolutely um, a, a legitimate victim, even though it's a little hazy. Mm -hmm. Murder chart, all like the evidence has come out one way or the other. I'm not going to get into that, but I have sure. a lot of sympathy for George Floyd. Sure. Um, he did not deserve to die by any means. He did not deserve to have a knee on his neck for nine minutes, right? Yeah. But I think I, I, why I'm even bringing that up is I think there's going to be. Uh, a similar situation here where like all of the um hosannas are being sung about aaron bushnell and then when we look into him like no he was nuts yeah. like he was he was uh you know like we're lucky that he didn't turn a plane i don't know if he even flew planes he was in the air force i don't know exactly what he did right. but, you know this sounds like someone who would have turned a plane on his own people right, right? what is like I, and i think i i didn't confirm it because i was very careful with this because i know this sounds heartless but my name is Ben Extra Crispy D'Alessio because <laughs> someone set themselves on fire. Like I, I, like the gut reaction is going to be that's that's a heartless, sick thing. It's like no, this guy. I'm pretty sure he celebrated, and this I will fact check. And if I'm wrong, yeah. I will correct it. When those three soldiers died in Jordan, I'm pretty sure he celebrated that. Jeez, I need to check. Like that, that's his right. own fucking military. Right. Why we were in Jordan, you know, it's a different thing. Who we were fighting there, the American people not knowing that we have soldiers all over the world like yeah. i'm on that side like sure yeah. get them the fuck out of there yeah. but to celebrate that like this is the kind of person that this was this wasn't just some act of like conscientious objecting in the most extreme way where it's like i will not stand by this anymore this would be like th this is people who would like be okay with you know the Viet Cong killing american citizens like american right. civilians it's like no that's also not okay like just because what we're doing is wrong
Yeah. Like you don't just, and that happens so often where it's almost like he was kind of like a defector in a way. Yeah. It felt like now, luckily, and someone posted this. So the last thing I say about this is that what's scary is the next Aaron Bushnell is probably going to be a suicide bomber. Yeah. And the best thing he could have done, honestly, for our sake is set himself on fire and not take people with him. And, and again, I'm happy to talk this out with anyone who finds this heartless, but this isn't someone who's just like posting cringe anarchist, you know, whiteness, racist culture, the Israelis are colonizers, shit, whatever. Like this, he's saying that, like, I'm not going to judge that Hamas massacred people at a music festival, which was for the record about now it's the most like neo-lib thing ever, but it was for gaza like it was a music festival to try and bridge some divides yeah obviously yeah. that's you know the, the, the irony is perverse there but yeah. like, that's what it was for and for you to say that it's okay that they were massacred which is what he's saying without saying it right yeah, yeah. like i'm sorry i don't care if you set yourself on fire then you did yeah. us all a favor yeah yeah well i want to talk about the uh uh the reaction to it especially from the, the yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is it's like you can't fucking win it's like white man can't white men can't win <laughs> so um, go ahead. you 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 tee it up yeah so there have been uh uh of course it's the, the the sort of woke intersectional critical theory types on the uh the left who are cheering this on um you know the 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 group that's always been in favor of like you know talking about mental health and 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 you know supporting people who have suicidal thoughts because you matter and you're heard um mm -hmm. but now but now that he committed suicide in public um it's like oh you brave man he did this courageous thing and you know, for for palestine and i hope this raises awareness for this cause and blah 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 um and there's also the rest in power thing uh, well yeah that's what that's what i wanted to talk about was <laughs> that so so he he kills himself right mm -hmm. for a like the top three, I would say off the top of my head, top three, like social justice causes, right? Yeah. I would say Palestine is up there. Yep. Probably now number one, like yeah. in the current atmosphere, but top three generally. He pays the ultimate sacrifice yeah. in one of the most horrible ways that I think you can kill yourself. Yeah. Like truly one of the most awful ways. And yet, because many people use the, um, you know, there's kind of three. When someone dies, there's the classic rest in peace, right? Mm -hmm. Fairly neutral kind of pro. Then there's rest in piss, which was like, like very big during uh, Osama bin Laden. That was a big like rest in piss thing. I, my friend had a t-shirt with a, mm. was it a Calvin pissing on him? You know, like there's the Calvin oh, yeah. being things. Hops, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like rest in piss. And then uh, there's rest in power. Mm. Now... A, a, I don't think it was a, any sort of majority, but a, a, enough uh, voices on Twitter took umbrage with using rest in power because Aaron Bushnell was a cis white man. Yeah. And even though he set himself on fire to bring attention to a cause that does not need attention being brought to, yeah. it is in the news every single day covered by everyone yeah. that because People started using rest in power. The crits came out after those people, of course, turning the attention away from the straight white man, cis straight white man who set himself on fire to, um, you know, criticize that language because that language is not reserved for white men who uh, kill themselves only for people of color. Yeah. And seeing, um, you know, the sort of, black activist class a twitter class um yeah. criticized this has been has been uh, uh absolutely hilarious um it's an intersectional and, pretzel yeah it is and then you're also seeing white people saying don't say that because it's reserved for black people which just seems you do and of course, i love i love whenever there's like a tweeter comment like that it's always like the, the words right and then you click and then you like you click over and it's the picture of the person and they always look the same yeah it's like yeah. an overweight multi-pierced off-colored hair yeah. pudgy um smarmy looking pasty sjw crit yeah um and it's it's the funniest thing so like just seeing like all like <laughs> i just seeing them divert their attention like yeah i know this is like a big thing but you know i gotta correct <laughs> don't say 
don't say breast and power to about a white man. It's like, yeah, that's the real thing. That's the real tragedy. Yeah. All this. <laughs> right. It's just um, like, that's what it's, it's, it shows that it's such a, an illness that mm-hmm. these people have that even like, I have more sympathy for him in this respect. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm criticizing him on, his own words that I disagree with that are sick to me, like, but the act itself and people commending that act who maybe don't have the same information that I have that he said, and a lot of them do and they don't give a shit because they're also broken humans. But it's like your go-to for clout in your own small echo chamber is to immediately criticize the language of people lauding like the most in their world, he did the greatest thing you could do for many of them. And now don't get me wrong. There are a lot of very left activists who are like, do not celebrate suicide. Right. This right. is bad. Like, of course. And I do think this is a, a, a vast minority of voices. going. But it wasn't like this was just one crazy account with 200 followers that people are like, no, there's like a lot of there's a good amount. It's got a good amount of attention by different people um, who are saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's not like the one tweet was getting retweeted. And even that happens sometimes. I'm like, oh, is that a fake account? But no, this was black people. This was white people. It was, um, you know, the usual suspects for what they look like. Do, do you follow Wilfred Riley on Twitter? I think so. Yeah. He's, he's good. I like him. He's a, a, a he's half black. Wilfred I Riley. Uh, yeah. He, is he like a professor? I believe he's a professor. Uh, in and Northern I think... Kentucky, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, he's, he's, he's a good follow. Um, so he, he actually kind of debunked the whole Russ and power thing. So he, he tweeted this as a former 1990s slash 2000s raver kid. It seems worth noting that the phrase rest in power w- was first widely used to commemorate, to commemorate all races, activists like Rachel Corey and the graffiti artist stream and probably does not originate with black Americans at all. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, and then he pulls up an article. It looks like from Wikipedia where it just kind of goes more into the, the history of it. It's like, yeah, it was not really so specifically a black american thing so yeah i think he's the one i think i heard him on maybe barry weiss's podcast i'm pretty sure he wrote a book about like deep debunking all of the hate yeah hate crime hoax yeah yeah which is that came out in 2019 and it's like still i'm not saying there aren't any hate crimes but very often the ones that are so like are so upsetting are usually fake because people aren't that dumb. Like, like you can't do that. I mean, for a lot of people, it doesn't mean there aren't some, Sure, but like there was one, I just retweeted it. I just reposted it two days ago, maybe, maybe yesterday where it was, um, it was at, I think university of Albany or somewhere in New York and it's women. And they call the police saying they're getting attacked by a bunch of white men. I think it's mixed race women. It's a black woman, maybe two white women, and of course, there's a video on the bus because there's videos on everything now. Like everything's yep. recorded. And not only did that not happen, it was they were attacking the group of white guys. No, oh, jeez. And it's like it, it just shows. It's like my God, like uh, you know, it, it's so be, like that's why people have to be so careful. With this inflammatory shit that comes out. It's like just wait and see because very, very often, I don't know the percentages. Very often, this is not true. Yeah. yeah. I, I, again, it happened right here in New Jersey a few years ago. Back, I think pre 2020 but you know when black lives matter was a thing where a girl got the Kane university where a girl got so caught up in the moment of some protest a black girl she went into the school library made a, i think a twitter account and started inciting violence like as a what like pretending to be a white person Jesus and Christ. they caught her and i think she got charged and it's like that kind of shit goes on and on and on and it's really disturbing to me it's like well what if there weren't like the worst look i am the biggest I, i'm like a tough on crime person like like violent crime i'm libertarian on some some areas of sure. crime but on violent crime yeah i am like we, we are way too soft on violent crime in this country oh, yeah yeah in, in a lot of cities um i'll deal with it personally in in my job i see not that i do criminal law but a lot of the work i do has carry like i deal with the victims in a civil sense and there will be parallel criminal cases and i'm look i'm looking at what the they're getting and it's like like that's it Oh. Like, like that's what you're charging them with. That's what the plea deal is. Like, yeah. what, what the hell? And like the victims, they have a say, but they don't get to make the decision in the end. Right. Um, it's the state or the city or the county or whatever it is. And, um, 
so so it's like so that being said bearing false witness it's like literal it's literally a cardinal sin yeah. right like so these people lying about these crimes it, it's like that is so much worse i mean that that's what tanked me too it doesn't mean that me too didn't have legitimate victims many of them i i again i know for there are sick guys out there a lot of sick mm -hmm. men who did yeah. horrible things but a lot of men who did nothing wrong also got their lives ruined because of people just lying and making things up. So like, like these hate crimes. So I say all that because Wolf O'Reilly was, um, you know, I, I actually, I think I have his book on my list. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I, I do know him and, uh, and he's, he's, I appreciate his work. So speaking of violence real quick, this, we were, we didn't like, you know, decided to talk about this, but this just popped up on, on Twitter and I, I say, because I want to write something about it. Just, just real quick, just like a quick little side mm -hmm. thing. So this is a, a real paper that was published. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that dig dig whatever who cares anyways it's this is a real yeah. research paper this is what it says in the abstract writing the literature writing the literature review is not a neutral act in fact the key central aim of consolidating work in a particular research area oh. is to demonstrate one's knowledge of this area um that is one must know the conversations concerning the research topic literature review becomes violent in the bordesian sense because it imposes particular configurations of privileged knowledge on researchers. Thus, in this paper, we argue that literature review is an act of symbolic violence and, in the process, <laughs> epistemic theft. And central to this practice is the construction of research questions. I and did. This, the, the, oh, my God. And so the, the paper is called The Violence of Literature Review and the Imperative to Ask New Questions. Yeah. Did that come out like today? Was that posted? I think yeah. so. I, I think I saw the headline. I was like, I don't have the mental capacity for that. Peter Bogosian uh, quote tweeted, he goes, I was not part of this. So quick recap, he was part of, he along with uh, James Lindsay and Helen Pluckers were part of the um, yeah. the, the grievance studies hoax where they just made up random yeah. like <laughs> social justice crap. Uh, this sounds so much, it's just, but the, but it's it's funny. It's just, it, it, it cracks me up that this is such a, it's criticizing the privileged, you know, the privileged world of, of literature review. Um, but it's couched in such like, you know, academic language. So it's like, no, you actually have to have been privileged. You have to have had to gone to a, like a privileged university to understand this crap. Well, the great irony of these people is everything that's not violence is violence. And real yeah. violence is not violence. Real violence is like the voices of the unheard. Right. It's, you know, uh, it's resistance. Yeah. It's whatever. It's like, no, smashing people's cars to take their radios or whatever they steal now is not violence right that's an act of resistance and against the capitalist state but like at like what what's the term i'm looking for um curating <laughs> novels yeah. or whatever it is 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 violence or um you know it, it's just amazing that th these people haven't been I, I i guess there's less room for that a lot of media and academics is kind of shedding this shit, but mm -hmm. it's still around um somebody posted a funny review uh, sorry uh, not a review uh, uh a meme fr from futurama and one of the characters he's standing on the ledge of a building and he's he says i'm gonna jump i'm gonna kill myself and then the crowd below him is saying no no don't and he goes for palestine and then somebody <laughs> in the audience goes do a backflip <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like, but you to your point of like, yeah. uh, you know, like, like real violence isn't violence if it's in favor of this other. It's like, well, it's not suicide if it's for Palestine. It's not, it's not mental health issues that's, if it's for a cause. It's just, yeah, man, that's a really, it's a really bad. Like, oh god, I feel because I think part of the Aaron Bushnell thing again. There's no, like, I don't care how warped you are from Reddit or Twitter or whatever. It's like if you are not. If you're just kind of glossing over the deaths of civilians, yeah. like here's an example. Like I'm very much like for the Ukraine Russia war. Like I am, mm -hmm. I, I'm one of those like do not give another cent to yeah. Ukraine. And I've right. been that way since the beginning, really. I'm like, there's nuclear implications here. It's not our war. I, I am as I, I'm like as what's isolationist as it gets. Yeah. Um, I think very few exceptions our military should ever be involved abroad. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm like, okay, bomb the hospitals in Kiev, like right. bomb, you know, destroy Mariupol. Like I, I'm not for civilians dying. I like, yes, I do believe that NATO was a big aggressor and I, I'm not going to go into the whole history of it, but like an explanation is not justification. Like I'm explaining 
and I have my reasons for why I think Russia doing what they're doing doesn't mean I think it's justified that Russia's massacring civilians in Ukraine. But as an American and our, our government's involvement and us giving billions and billions and billions of dollars to a stalemate in a war that Ukraine can't win, that money could go towards our own country. Like that's a big difference, you know, okay. like and people like Aaron Bushnell, they don't make those distinctions. Right. Um, and that so so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't care how how warped you are from from media, like civilian death is civilian death. Like that, that, uh, so I don't think there's an excuse there. He wasn't a 15 year old, right? He, yeah. it's kind of scary that someone like that was in our military, right? And it's like, hey, military recruitment's down. I was like, I wonder fucking why. Yeah. Like, I wonder why military recruitment's down. You have people like that in it. Yeah. You have like DEI shit and, uh, and, and, you know, commanders in heels, not women. And, mm-hmm. um, and people like Aaron Bushnell lighting themselves on fire in front of the Israeli embassy. So I did see a quote from him, though, that I love. And I think I'm going to use on this podcast. And I I don't think I'm using it the same way he did. But it's (laughs) one of his long Reddit rants. He ends it with scratch a liberal, a fascist bleeds. (laughs) (laughs) Because remember, he's he's on that side that's like so, so left. That's like Joe Biden's a fascist. Right. Right, And I think arguments. I've made arguments that actually we are a fascist government. Absolutely. When you look Mm -hmm. at what fascism actually is, not like Nazi, like Nazism was a very specific type of fashion so I'm like no like what fascism is i absolutely think we're a fascist government um a fascist society not and, and but like without the fun stuff like cool uniforms and shit right right but and like like a uh you know like people wanting to be fit um you know you know that sort of shit from our government our government blowing like, up bug planets and shit yeah exactly like that like that kind of fun shit yeah like the, for the fun parts of fascism exactly <laughs> uh unisex showers um yeah but uh I forgot where I was going with this. Fascism. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scratch a li- scratch a liberal fascist bleeds is definitely going to be a recurring yeah. recurring line on this sh- on the show. Yeah. All right. Um, well, speaking of killing, guess who killed it this past Dude, Saturday? You were nailing these <laughs> segues. I always wait, and that was very good. I was like, "How? Thank what's going to do with this one?" Yeah. So, uh, Shane what about our heroes? Shane Gillis returned yeah. triumphantly to SNL. Yeah. Um, did you watch live? No, I did not. I I, I watched okay. it a little after the fact. Well, yeah, SNL where you are is at like seven thirty or something. Now I'm kidding. It's at was that like eight thirty? I don't know. Well, it starts. Isn't it? Oh, that's right. Because it's, yeah, it's East Coast, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I, that's like very. It's weird to me. So I think SNL. I think like late night. Yeah, but for you, it's like not that late. So anyway, West Coast yeah. people are weird. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> Living serious. in the past. <laughs> yeah, it's like like NFL games start at like 10 a.m. or something. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they start at 9 a.m. 9, so, yeah. 10, 11. No, 10 a.m. Yeah, 1 o'clock East, Central's noon, Mountain's 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm too busy skipping church on Sunday. So, so yeah. 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 So, so anyway, um, yeah, West Coast people are, are, are weird, but um, I think that's why you guys are all nuts out there and like, like all the crazy. Cause we're missing shit. out on that, that three hours of sleep all the time. You're, yeah. You're not, <laughs> I guess it's just weird. It just messes with you. Yeah. Um, we're a big country anyway. Um, so yeah, Shane returned to SNL. I, I did watch live pretty much all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess start with the monologue. I, I thought the opening monologue was pretty great. Um, I was hoping he would have taken a little more, a few more shots at SNL itself, like yeah. Norm's legendary return uh, after he was I don't fired know by if, Donald Miner. But yeah, I don't know if Shane has that bone in him like Norm right. does. Like yeah. Norm had a like a scathingness to him, and yeah. and more of a I don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah, which I don't think Shane has. Again, not, the, there's not this, this isn't. The comment on like right or wrong i just don't, right, right. I don't they they're not the same type of comedian even though they're right. both great yeah. um i did like the monologue i liked a lot i do wish i wish again we were just talking about like norm like i wish he wasn't so he seemed so concerned with the audience which yeah. one like you're not there like i mean you're not in his shoes like you're we're looking at him he's and he's looking at us yeah the audience in the in the room and then audience on tv but like they sounded 
good to me. Yeah. And he kept being like, oh, I thought like he even did kind of that cringe line. That's like, oh, I thought you can have fun here or something like. Right. right. I wish he was a little more just ripping them out. Maybe yeah. once be like, oh, you know, OK, um, that one didn't land. But he seemed very like he was too self-aware. Yeah. I yeah. think that I think if he went more guns blazing. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. SNL's audience is not Shane's audience. Right. right. It's just not. It doesn't mean you can't expand your your audience. But the average SNL, the person who goes to see SNL in person, let alone watches on TV, the person who goes to see that in person is not Shane Gillis's comedy. It, so, so I think I wish he went in really doing it more for the people who aren't there. Um, that's all. I thought I thought it was very funny. I really liked his. I actually I actually. Uh, um associated very much with one of his bits about like like his mom like being your best friends with your mom when you're a little yeah. boy and, and, and he even did he even did the song i used to dance with my mom to man i feel like a woman like, uh, that happened yeah. now if, that, if my teachers found out about that now that is like ben dances with the mom to man i feel like a woman they'd like cut my dick off and they'd be calling me lucy like yeah. it's crazy how times have changed. Right. Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he says the joke. I mean, I can't imagine. That's one thing I can't imagine in stand up comedy, like doing like a jerk off joke. And like his parents were there, by the <laughs> yeah. way. For so it's like, it's like, it's like the moment that you stop being best friends with your mom is the moment you jerk off for the first time. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very. He's like, and she, it's like before. It's like, let's go, girls. It's like, who's my dancer? And he's like, ooh. <laughs> like, I used to dance with my mom to that song, so it's very, yeah. very funny. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then he's like, but then you know, once you discover masturbation, then you're just like, yeah. uh, when's that bitch gonna leave the house? Yeah, like, bitch, get out of here. Work to get to. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, 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 I think he made a good point about how he was kind of like. Hey, look at me! I'm being dangerous. Look at this audience. There's, there, there, you know, but um, but I thought for the most part it was. I'm glad that he was just kind of he was he was making jokes that you typically don't hear on SNL or TV uh, in, in general. So I'm glad that death Down syndrome jokes. Yeah, so, he but he great. did the one about because it's because you brought this up actually before about him and a lot of comedians do that. It's like it got because we got to the point in not just comedy but culture where mm-hmm. even saying the thing mm-hmm. even if that thing is you're making a positive like a, like a positive statement let's say about yeah. that thing and yeah. I'm, I'm sounding very kind of nebulous here so let me narrow it down like about people who are disabled mentally disabled or down right. syndrome like he's saying positive things yeah. really about it like his family i didn't know this his family opened a coffee shop in his hometown uh for people with down syndrome to work like yeah. that's a you made like you did i'm sorry this is personal to me. Like mm-hmm. I, I like this is part of my family too. Like mm-hmm. he made jobs for people with disability. I don't know if he yeah. did it. Like, I don't think he like this is in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, I believe. Yeah. Um, he lives like, but like his family, they made jobs for people with disabilities. That's, that's something the government can't do well. Right. So like that is so commendable, yeah. but he also made jokes about like how there's a long line. It's not necessarily, it being so busy, the service isn't great. Like that, like that exactly. is very, yeah. very funny. But yeah. it's like, it's not just like, again, it's not like point and laugh at the disabled person. Um, he uses retard. I don't usually use that term personally, yeah. but like, it's not like that's because that's not funny. Yeah. That, that's what comedy was for a little, a while ago, not in a very long time. But like, that's not funny. But like, even doing, it doesn't mean every joke has to be positive, but like, Again, in the end, it's a bit about how his how it's personal to him. His niece has Down syndrome. How his family created jobs for people with, with, with Down syndrome, <laughs> but also like there's a good punchline. Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going the, the best. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I just wanted because I remember you said that about Shane before, and it's like he'll make jokes about like I don't know, like trans issues and 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 segregation and stuff, but like about it being positive. How like a, a high school football team can erase generations of racism, yeah. like and like that's all the trans need to do is put a ground and pound team together. And like it's very, very, very funny. I thought he was, um, I thought it was really good. Uh, I liked. Uh, do, do I move on from the monologue? I don't know if you saw any of the skits. Uh, I, I watched a couple of them. Like I watched the Trump one. I thought it was just okay. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good because I mean they had really good timing mm-hmm. because. I mean, you know that you're going to be on us. It's not like you get SNL. It's like, oh shit, I'm on tomorrow. 
like they had, they had that planned for a while. I, I mean, I'm assuming, yeah. um, you know, at least they were promoting him hosting it for a few weeks. So the Trump sneakers thing happened like right, probably right when they were preparing the show. Yeah. And I thought that was very funny how they did the like Mike type thing. Yeah. Do you know, do you know, like Mike? Isn't that that movie about uh, that kid who becomes who gets Michael Jordan's? Yeah, uh, like he like gets the sneakers. Yeah, yeah. and and it, it's it's little Bow Wow. I remember seeing that in, in theaters as a kid. Little yeah. Bow Wow gets like Michael Jordan's old sneakers, and he can he can play basketball like Michael Jordan. Um, and so they did that with Trump. <laughs> you turn into Trump yeah. with the sneakers. Yeah. I thought it was very funny. Uh, obviously, I mean Shane. I think would you? I mean, one of his biggest bits is just being Trump. He's amazing yeah. at it. Um, he is, but here's the thing. Um, I thought that's I I, I love the premise of the uh, of that sketch. I thought that that some of the jokes fell flat. Uh, I thought like it, they didn't quite go far enough. Like there was kind of eh, you're almost there. Um, and I think um, uh, Shane and Shane. This isn't really a reflection on Shane either because he's he's even said this before in another podcast where he said mm-hmm. um, the easiest Trump for him to do is speech Trump, where he's just kind of like going balls out. He's like, I, it's really hard for me to do like like regular casual interview mm. trump so i felt like his trump was more subdued in this and i was like, mm. I was like I, i've seen him do like big over the top and it's like yeah that's what trump is he's big and over the top but like for this yeah. one just sort of like him in an office room sort of like, eh, yeah go, go a little bit bigger it also, <laughs> it also felt like he had to again like what is the snl audience the snl audience is the new york times audience yeah. right it's the washington post audience it, like that's the viewership npr like that's who's watching snl regularly so like I, I I mean he might like Shane is a Trump voter. He might not admit it. Yeah, Shane definitely likes Trump. Mm. Uh, you can just tell. Like I, I've heard him enough. Like he de- like doesn't mean he doesn't criticize him sometimes. But Shane like Shane likes Trump. I I would bet my money on it that he votes for Trump. Mm-hmm. And um, and I feel like the skit was it's like we know you can do Trump really well. Mm-hmm. We want it, but yeah. this can't be like a trump owning the libs thing like this has right. to be an anti-ish trump skit now i do give them credit they did bash biden at the yeah. end which they was did. very which was shocking yeah to me because they then they did what biden shoes or something and he, yeah. <laughs> he just falls over and <laughs> <laughs> i thought the, the guy who did the impression of it was was pretty good too yeah uh, the open the, the cold open was kind of cringe yeah. um it was a bunch of Republicans. I mean, it's true that Trump does his shit on them and then they end up loving him. I did like the guy who did Lindsey Graham. I thought he was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Lindsey Graham has a very iconic, not iconic, but a very recognizable cadence and and um, uh, what was the affectation, I guess. I, he's kind of, I kind of played this game sometime. And I do this with two groups of people. I do it with Europeans and I do it with, southerner sometimes it's like gay or just southern and like because there are there are some southern accents that have like a stereotypical gay uh gayness to them yeah that i think lindsey graham kind of has that right um i do that with europeans too it's like gay or just european um, it's, hard, it's hard to tell again no no it's not a comment on it it's just like I, I sometimes I'm surprised. I'm like, oh no, oh you know who's a perfect example of this is the Chrisley knows best guy. You know who I'm talking about? I don't think so. Chrisley knows best. He's a big um, knows best. He's a big reality TV person. And he's oh married. okay. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. How yeah. is this guy not gay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know him? Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at pictures of him. Yeah, yeah. it's Todd Chrisley. <clears throat> Wealthy family. It's about just their lives, right? Oh, it's a real estate tycoon. Yeah, and exactly, exactly what I would think. And like the suburbs of Atlanta, right? Suburb like these kind of very southern Atlanta, South Carolina, um, Nashville, like these south, like deep south cities. Not like a, not really like a, you know, I, I wouldn't think of this as like a New Orleans or a Houston or a Miami, but like a kind of like that deep South region. Um, there's that accent that like, how is that guy not gay? That's, yeah. that's shocked for years. I thought he was, I thought that was, I th- thought that was the show. I thought he was like a gay real estate guy in the South. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, no, married <laughs> to a woman with tons of kids. <laughs> 
doesn't mean every guy who's married to a woman is is straight, but right. that it's just very surprising to me. So so anyway, yeah. um, that's a game I play sometimes. Feel free to join in. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what do you guys uh, play? Real quick, I want to cover uh, just just I just want to scan uh, through a few headlines covering Shane Gillis's return to SNL because uh, uh, they're exactly what you would expect. Oh my God! Hold on. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Can I, yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Do you want to been fucking hysterical? What? If the timing was it? Because you know how Norm always said he was going to kill himself if yeah. he went if the two things were reversed and Shane went on and did a self-immolation joke. Oh shit! That would have been, I think, I think, I think that would have been the greatest bit ever. Yeah. yeah. If like shortly after Aaron Bushnell set himself on fire, Shane came on and did a bit about setting himself on fire because he's yeah. hosting SNL after being fired. Oh my god! All right. Sometimes yeah, that would have just tied everything together, huh? Sometimes the planets don't align, but. <laughs> oh man! I'm gonna tweet that after this. You should. Um... <laughs> So this is from, uh, uh, oh, here's, here's, here's a bad one. So this is from CNN opinion. Shane Gillis's turn on SNL shows that all too often bigotry sells. CNN said that. Yeah. Uh, this is from the Mary Sue. This Shane Gillis news just keeps getting worse and worse. And then they're just kind of going through like the, is this before or after he was on it? Oh, this is, uh, after. So this is yeah this is this is all in response to him. Shane Gillis uh bombs in his SNL monologue. This is from something else. Uh the Hollywood Reporter is actually surprisingly um not as critical. Shane Gillis hosts SNL not with a bang but a meh. Oh, that's that's pretty moderate of so, the Hollywood Reporter. So yeah. Well, like I've said and I'll always say if you want to sound smart, Joe, mm-hmm. here's some yeah. here's a life hack for what sounds smart. Oh. You say something, something is like a Rorschach test, right? That, that's yeah. really how you sound smart these days. Yeah. So Shane Gillis's, uh, you know, performance, but like monologue, I, I think that's really what I think a lot of people focus on because that's just him, right? It's yeah. his material. It's not, he's not part of the skit. And like a Rorschach test would be, yeah, for some people that absolutely bombed. Like the people yeah. in the band who there's one girl just a sour puss on her face. Yeah. The yeah. whole time. And I think the guy, the I don't know what he plays. He's been there for like he's you he's been there for years in the same spot. He's a black guy with not a fro, but like kind of spikyish hair. Mm. He was kind of laughing. Like this girl just had like she, you knew that she knew she was yeah. right over his shoulder and she was not gonna even smile. And that's bullshit because anyone could have found some of that funny. It's not like he was going up there just saying retard this and, you know, black joke that or whatever. Like it was a cross. He made a, he made a lot of fun of himself and stuff. And she just not, did not even show teeth. Like, so, but I mean, I don't, but are you judging it on not you, but these reporters, are you judging it on that audience? Well, if you have to play to your audience, like just because you are very funny in some rooms, yeah, you will bomb because your audience doesn't have a sense of humor or they don't like you or whatever it is. But I don't think that happened here. So even if you're using that kind of uh, barometer, I don't think that's what happened here. I think the audience liked him. Yeah. 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 I don't, I, I don't think he bombed. Um, and, no, uh, those headlines are for people who didn't watch, weren't going to watch either because a lot of people don't watch SNL anymore or because <laughs> it was Shane. And then they had their, um, you know, their, uh, their what was the word i'm looking for um resolve kind of bolstered like they were they they didn't watch it i'm going to be defiant and not watch this bigot and then go on cnn the next day and go "Mm, yes i was right i was right for not watching that i am i'm an ally um so that's all all that's for um yahoo has a funny uh excuse me um yahoo has a funny uh headline so and I, I don't know if you heard that that uh, Netflix just signed a deal with Shane Gillis. Um, he's getting another special, uh, and uh, he's going to get his own show. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's big. Um, so uh, this is what it says in Yahoo Entertainment: Netflix is betting big on Shane Gillis since he's apparently okay now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how it's just like, like they assumed that it was it was a matter of record that Shane Gillis was an absolute bigot, like an absolute just white supremacist it's like, yeah i guess he's okay now like when did that become a thing <laughs> yeah um so yeah 80 like 90 percent of people who saw that just don't give a shit so 
no not not at all and and the other skits i thought were i like the hr one i thought that was kind of funny uh like, where... i watched the church one the rastafarian yeah the church that was okay um the, that 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 wasn't that that funny i i think the hr one was very funny where it's like like sexual harassment like workplace harassment and like so if someone does like like if you ask someone on a date and they say no it's harassment to ask them again but if someone doesn't use their one does that carry over it's like <laughs> no what are you talking about <laughs> oh man yeah well okay. I can't remember. And then there's the Trump one. I can't remember the others. Uh, but I thought I thought it was good. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why. I think a lot of I feel like this issue got to this thing where, um, like people don't even remember why he got fired before yeah. he even. I don't even think he worked a day at SNL, right? Like, I think he got hired and then fired. Yeah. And I bet people don't even know why. Right. Like, it's just well that happened. It was it was because he's doing accents and shit. That's like. I don't know. Like, like he, he, if you, if you hear him talk about it, he says he didn't even remember it. Yeah. Like he was on his podcast or on a podcast and the next day or whatever it was, I don't know if it's the next day, but his agent called and said like, did you say these things? And he was like, no, what are you talking about? You like, <laughs> like, didn't remember. Cause the podcast, we shoot the shit and it's yeah. just, and he was doing like Asian accents that people have been doing forever. And right. I don't know, maybe they're kind of distasteful, but it's like it's an accent. Everybody does accents of each other. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's all that was like pre 2020, right? That was like pre awakening. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that was when they really had a lot of a lot of power behind them, and then it culminated in 2020, 2021. Yeah. But tides have certainly shifted. If Netflix is giving Shane a special and another special and. A show. I think that's the bigger one is that they're giving yeah. them a show. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Anything else you want to discuss? I'm trying to think of a good segue for our next topic. Oh, no. I don't. I can't help you out because I don't remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, it's uh, libs of uh, TikTok. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Um, well, okay. Well, you, you splice one in if you think of it. Yeah. Um, oh, before we f- wrap up, we have a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, we have a Patreon with four tiers. Um, there's merch. They range from $3 to $29 a month with different mm-hmm. merch levels. And we love you if you sign up for that. It's a great way to support us. Yeah. You can also send us a one-time buy us a beer on PayPal. Again, just showing your support. Um, yeah. It goes towards paying for different stuff for the pod. Um, and, uh, just because, uh, you want to show your thankfulness to us doing this every week? Cause we don't really realize that we don't really like each other that much. We do this for you. We do this for the fans and the money. Um, and yeah, we're in this for the money, <laughs> uh, but you can support us in other ways by yeah. simply sharing the pod, uh, YouTube, Spotify, um liking and subscribing sharing on twitter and instagram and tiktok do you think we're on tiktok anywhere do you think anyone has shared us on tiktok and that we just don't know about it i'm pretty sure we're viral i'm pretty sure somebody's <laughs> making millions and trillions and billions and maybe I just wanted, billions off of us i'm not saying it'd be a good thing i'm like no. look at these bigots and it's like we're just getting shit on by like 16 year olds and the <laughs> oklahoma city school district or something yeah, yeah. like <laughs> i don't know but anyway if you're on tiktok and want to share us there that's great too we yeah. like to to connect with the youths of america and china um but anyway i wanted to get that in so we didn't forget now yeah. taylor lorenz and i, I think it's pronounced like chaya i'm not giving it that much chutzpah um yeah. chaya i'm saying it's chaya rachik yeah um and taylor lorenz met it was it was two. It was an unstoppable force versus an immovable object. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. Um, can, can I put something on the record? Yeah. <clears throat> and this was not always the case. And it's hard to tell because she's wearing a mask outside. Mm-hmm. No. Taylor's not looking bad. She she's actually quite attractive. I I think she's pretty. Um, she is, which she wasn't always. Right. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, she's fat phobic. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but but we just find like they actually look kind of like each other. They they look kind of similar. That's what I wanted to get to is that <laughs> I think there's potential here yeah. for some adult uh, adult fan fiction yeah. literature. Taylor Renz and and Chaya Raychek. Uh, they yeah. met in I think L.A., which I thought Chaya. I think she's from Brooklyn, but I guess she lives in L.A. now. Mm-hmm. Famously behind lips of TikTok. I believe I drafted her in the crit draft. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, or the account, which is her. Um, so they had a tete-a-tete at an outdoor. And I want to be clear, it was outdoor. And Taylor was wearing a mask. Yeah, I know. Because she's oh lost God. her mind. Um, and they're kind of going back and forth. Not like really talking past each other. Uh, I don't know. Did you watch the, I guess if you want to call it an interview. I just watched clips of it. Um it, it it didn't seem particularly productive. Um, it just seemed kind of like, no, well, what do you think about this? Well, well, yeah. Well, what do you think about that sort of thing? It's like, well, okay. Yeah, it was like, and and I I give I, I'm going to be harder on on Chaya here because yeah. like we know that Taylor is not a a, a good faith actor, right? Like she's crazy and unethical and like the question she was getting i think chaya became so defensive Mm -hmm. that i kind of expected better from her so an example would be like taylor say you know well what about when your follower like people comment or or you know give me death threats or whatever and like all chaya had to say was that's wrong. Uh, I'm yeah. like, she keeps like, I'm sorry that happened. Like she would look better. If she's like, I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, that's wrong. Like you, but like, by the way, I, I get just as many death threats as you do. Like, like you can like, and she just went straight to that. It's like, well, what about when your followers give me that? Like you don't, you don't sound very, um, you like, you would just present yourself better. If you acknowledge something that's wrong, it's kind of like, going all the way back to the beginning with, yeah. with Aaron Bushnell. It's like, no, you can acknowledge Hamas is bad. That's yeah. okay. Like yeah. You actually gain more credibility by doing that. Right. So right. Chaya could just be like, that's wrong. Like, I, I'm I'm sorry. I, I never, unless she has directed people to death, I, I give her enough credit on that. But like, yeah. I would never tell anyone to threaten you. Um, you know, I expose, like, I merely just post what's already public, which is what she does on mm-hmm. TikTok. Some people criticize her for editorializing. I don't see too much of that. Um, I think it's strongest when it's just, it's literally just a platform. Like, she's platforming crazy people. Yeah. Um, and that's how it took off. And um, I think that's all. Like, if she wants to redirect it in that direction, I don't know what Taylor's response would be. But she kind of stooped down to Taylor's level, um, yeah. which is sad because Taylor Lorenz is pretty easy to uh, decimate. <laughs> so, yeah, so. yeah, she's not <laughs> like I think she has done good reporting in the past. I think she she like she's broken. Like uh, it's unfortunate, but there's like, a lot of broken people, mm-hmm. and um, and she's going to take the worst possible interpretation. I'm sure you know there was just that child who was killed, um, and. Uh, I think actually it's been Oklahoma city. I think it was Oklahoma city school. Hmm. Um, and of course, you know, is it a hate crime or not? Like it more and more evidence to show it's not a hate crime at all. Yeah. Um, nothing to do with the, her being non-binary. And I say her because her parents use her, her families as her is kind of like, it was like a kid and they would decide what pronouns to use on what day. And there would like evidence came out that had nothing to do, do with, um, their gender it was a fight at a school she suffered a concussion and in fact there was evidence that her friend started it because and they were being bullied i think there's a lot of bullying going on but that's not a hate crime right Um, and a lot of bullying that had no indication that had to do with them with any gender things or anything like that and of course taylor is going to ascribe that which isn't and even if it was true that it was a hate crime, she would ascribe that to libs of TikTok to say you have yeah. blood on your hands, which is yeah. not true. Like right. that's not how it works. So you have to know that going in if you're trying a ray trick and um and uh be prepared. Like that's what's surprising for me because I've always said like conservatives and heterodox people and basically people who are constantly 
pushing back against the mainstream kind of neoliberal to even progressive agendas, they're mm-hmm. usually better spoken yeah. and, and, and can, and can handle themselves better because they constantly have to be honing their skills. You don't have professors on your side, the vast majority of the time, you don't have the media on your side, the vast majority of the time. So you have to kind of do double the work. Right. And I was, and I feel like Chaya should have been better at that. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's all. Yeah, I agree. But I do like her. I did like her wardrobe for that meeting. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, she, she was wearing, I mean, that's like, yeah. I mean, this is someone who, Oh, so, so what we're referring to is stretch. I was wearing a t-shirt of Taylor and crying on uh, like a picture of her crying on her t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, that, that interview, that was unbelievably cringy. I, I, she was just like, you know, so it just gets so hard being online and getting, you know, threats from, from anonymous people. And it's like, yeah, yeah but look at the shit, shit you post though. Like, yeah. It's like you, again, I, I don't think I, I couldn't imagine even the people who I hate the most, like really, really hate. I would never like, could imagine like threatening their lives. Right. Yeah. Like you have to be, perverted and sick to do that like i'll 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 rip on them i'll shit on them like i'll i'll um you know make fun of them but like to like give them death threats or like say like women have to deal with a lot of like sexual rape threats things like that um that's really disturbing and i am sorry that she has to go through that but she also lies about people and like she turns like she's not doing the lord's work and getting these threats like no she lies about people she fans the 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 fires of um you know lies like like pushing she she pushes lies that have real life real effects on people and i think chaya i understand why she would wear that shirt because taylor like went to her family's house in brooklyn yeah does that whole like shoe leather thing and um and like has blamed her basically called her uh you know violent yeah, for for merely posting clips of of crits, you know, in their own words. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just would have been nice if they kissed at the end. I know, I know. I was waiting for it. Me too. But <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor Lorenz blocked me on Twitter, so I had to log into the the TRM account uh, to to look at her shit. And uh, yeah. She thinks uh, uh, Mehdi Hassan is, is is one of the best journalists in the business. So. Oh, my God. Mehdi Hassan's the fucking... I can't stand that guy. <laughs> he talks... Yeah, he has that cadence that he talks like this, that all BBC anchors speak like. Yeah. I can't stand that. It's like a thing over there. No. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's it for this, uh, this week in bullshit. Yeah, that's it. Um, Next week, uh, I think we should do Oscar, like final Oscars picks. Oh, yeah. You know, we talked about it a while ago, kind of when the, the noms came out. I've had some time to watch a lot of movies and could do some more. And I think we should do our, our picks next week. Does that sound good? Because the Oscars yeah. is the 11th. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or 10th, 11th. Yeah. Is that Sunday? March 10th. March 10th. So uh, next week, does that sound good to you? Does that sound yeah, good for the people? Can they look forward to that, Joe? Uh, oh, hold on. I'm waiting for the audience to audience to yeah yeah they said yeah dm us if, if yeah. that works for you works for you guys yo one last thing you know it's funny <laughs> I, I refrained from calling you jose this episode um <laughs> you know why I, I i saw in austin there's a the current da who's like a soros bullshit da right uh, his name is jose garza Oh shit! And and I because I, I saw something on there. It's like Jose Garza. I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and he's because he's being challenged by like a more um, sane, normal kind of Democrat. Because basically, yeah. you know, Austin, the Democrat, whoever wins the primary is going to become most likely the DA. Republicans yeah. do win sometimes. Yeah. Um, Seattle actually uh, elected a Republican DA, kind of crazy, or something Whoa. like that. But but yeah, because the person she was running against was wearing like Mao Zedong dresses. And shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, don't quote yeah. me. I, I have to check exactly what, but something with the prosecutor. And I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was a, yeah. a shithole. So um, with their crime. So uh, so anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, oh no, Jose Garza. <laughs> Hopefully he loses. But yeah, I think Elon might even. Um, because Elon like doesn't he live in Austin now? Yeah, or they yeah. moved, so it's like not just him getting involved in politics it's gonna affect his well being. Like you don't want to work and live in a city that 
I'm sure Elon doesn't live in Austin, but maybe he does. I mean, yeah. he could live right downtown. But a lot, right. I feel like all those guys live outside of it. But, but anyway, yeah. So I'll keep you. I'll keep you updated on your cousin in Austin. Thanks, man. And then one thing I want to say. Um, I'm gonna say something nice about New Jersey. All right. There's one one teeny tiny little bit of we'll that's worth redeeming yeah. about New Jersey. So I follow. Um, it's one. It's one of those things on, on on YouTube where it's like if you watch a couple of of you know restaurant review things and you're just flooded with them and so there's there's mm. this one and they live i think they live like in new york and, and new jersey area there's a pizza place in new jersey and it's like the surface of the pizza is like nothing but pepperoni it's just oh. crazy amounts of pe- I mean, really? yeah, there's cheese and then it's like it's just like nothing when you look at the pizza it's nothing but pepperoni that is okay. where, where like they, they curl they turn into little cups yeah, you yeah, know yeah yeah um and then so what they do is i, I think they they, they fry the pepperoni first and oh. then and then and then they put the pepperoni on the pizza and then they bake it and then they save the the, the oil from the pepperoni and they mix it with their house made ranch and oh then so God. then they squirt it all over the thing oh when it comes out of the God. oven and then they put more pepperoni and then pepperoni. more like the, the <laughs> so I was like okay new That's jersey it. you've done one thing right thank find you it, find i want i'm curious where that because my favorite my favorite pizza place is in new jersey obviously mm. but yeah. i don't think it's that um Start yeah, I'll find it to you. I'll, I'll find it and send it to you because uh, it looks pretty amazing. So sweet. Yeah. So, all right, everybody, fight right. the Crips and the crypt. and uh, fight the Crips. Crips. <laughs> fight the Crips. They will shoot you. Fight the Crips. <laughs> Crips. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, subscribe to us everywhere. Do it. All the channels. Fight them. <laughs>